I usually, I also don't really kick it off either, but I will kick it off today because we have so many people that we do need to get kind of like a voice ID moment. So I will go first. Not that um, I feel like people do know who I am, but I'm Adrian. I'll actually <laughs> say my pronouns also. I feel like since we have such a big group, I shouldn't assume anything. So my pronouns are she, her, and I'm the founder of Quell and host of Quell Party. So we can go in whatever order of whoever <laughs> wants. Uh, I can go first. I'm Kristen, and I am one of the co-chapter leaders of Girls Roll NYC. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm also one of the founders of the New York City chapter. Woo. <laughs> All right, I'll jump in. Hello, I'm Wendell. My pronouns are she, her, and I am the co-chapter leader for Girls Roll NYC. Uh, I will go. <laughs> I'm I'm Kai. I'm the newest chapter leader in NYC. Dang it. Uh, my pronouns are they, she, and I'm excited to be here. Woo! Yay. We're excited to have you here. I wish it was in person, but it's I getting even worse, so that's never going to happen. Nope. We'll talk about that. <laughs> and lastly. And I'm Shab, and I am also a new chapter leader of Girls Roll NYC. My pronouns are they, them. Very exciting. I also just need to say, and I'm going to cut this out, but literally right this exact second, my mom started following me on Instagram. So I'm going to have an <laughs> internal panic attack. Wait, why would you cut that out? I mean, no, I don't have it. to cut it out. <laughs> I think that's like going to be a highlight. I better get yeah. the Debbie Koenigsberg followed Quell skate notification <laughs> after this. But... Did you know she was on Instagram? No, I definitely can envision right now my sister's home and my mom is like, can you make me that Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> you won't listen to it. Um, I am from Miami, Florida. So nice. I've been oh in God, Brooklyn. I wasn't expecting that. I know not many people do. Yeah. I, I usually get that I'm from New Jersey. A lot of people think I'm I from New Jersey. I wouldn't say that. That's just kind of yeah, I would Well, I have a lot of really good friends from New Jersey. So I think people just think that I'm from mm. there, but they just went to college in New York. Got it. So did yeah. I, though. Also, I went to. No, okay. I was just saying you can't <laughs> see this because my mic is covering it, but I do have a necklace that says Miami. So, wow. small details. Yeah, it's I went to school in Florida to like. I went to school in Florida to get away from all of like the New Yorkers and ever and like the Northeast. And every single person uh, at my school was from like Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, and uh, Mass. And I was Not like. Not everyone pilgrimaged too. Literally, it was like same environment. <laughs> what school did you go to? Uh, I went t- to the University of Tampa. Oh, okay, awesome, awesome. So, a little further, but hell yeah. Well, I guess this kind of does just launch us into our question. So, I would like to know how you all kind of got into skateboarding. So, whoever wants to start, we're keeping this real open since there are so many of us. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, I was already telling Kristen before. Um, how I got into it is that my uncle is a skater. Um, he actually lives right near Venice Beach right now. But growing up, like he was the only person that was skating in suburbia. Like I grew up in upstate New York area, like a uh, like Westchester. Um, and in those neighborhoods, you know, you're just seeing like riding bikes and stuff. But you're not seeing people like on skateboards. And like totally. he also dressed so alt and was like. He has like long dreads and like did not look like anyone in our neighborhood. Like 
had his nails painted, like would just look different. And I thought it was so cool. Like I remember mm-hmm. being obsessed with him. And even till this day, I am like, my mom always was like, you and your uncle are so much alike. And oh. he would teach me how to skate. And I would like spend all of my time with him until he like eventually moved to LA when he was like 20 and I was like much younger and he left me like two of his boards and I would skate, but it didn't feel the same cause he wouldn't mm-hmm. be there like helping me. So I'd be like, okay, I'm going to skate. But then I got so embarrassed and scared that I like stopped it for a while. Mm-hmm. And then I moved to New York and eventually was like, I want to kind of, I still want to skate, but like needed like more of an oomph. And mm-hmm. then when he, when I visit him in California, he's always like, like, fuck that just skate. Like, who cares? Like he was like, yeah. you remember me skating like everywhere and like no one really understanding me. And like he had like this group and this literally like three friends he'd always hang out with. Um and they all skated. And he was like, you know, it was always just like me and Andy and Jeff. And I was like, Yeah, like you guys are so cool. So it's like inspiring. And I remember mm-hmm. always thinking like he's so he skates every day at Venice Beach every morning before he drops the kids off of school. And it's like that's like inspiring to always still do what you love even if your life takes in any direction so I was like always inspired by him probably in everything that's really cool oh I love that yeah well my story is not as romantic I mean it is kind of because I uh when I was like friends with my boyfriend before we started dating um he always brought a skateboard I work in the film industry so Mm -hmm. I did like commercials and we were always on set and he would always bring a board with him to like be able to travel around quickly to do runs and stuff grab coffees whatever um so yeah I like just asked him one day I was like can I try that like do you think I can do that and he was like absolutely go for it Mm -hmm. and I think half of it was him really encouraging me and wanting to see me try it this is something that he's been doing for 20 years and the first girl he ever met that like showed interest in wanting to step on a board um, but yeah, I, I jumped on it and luckily had pretty good balance, didn't eat shit, <laughs> and kind of fell in love with it immediately and wanted to use it as a way to commute and kind of just get around the city in a more fun way, a more compact way too, than just like being on a bicycle or like having something bulky to carry around. And it really was because of like the Quell meetups. And I know there was a lot of meetups at the Van Skate Park that mm-hmm. were led by the Skate <laughs> Kitchen um that where they were doing these all girls jams and that's what really like got me in love with like going to the skate park and from there kind of yeah took off and girls roll came much after like I started skating but also inspiring at the same time starting it (laughs) before so oh my god the cat interruption is great I love the kitty oh my god it's not my cat which is the best part because usually she's always (laughs) like I always say that she's basically like my second host now because she just also Vincent, your story is romantic. That is oh, well, yeah, I'm you like did. Okay. sitting here and I'm like, excuse me, like, yeah, yeah, well, it I, is. I, I, my I said it kind of is actually, um, like, but yours was very poetic. It was nice. <laughs> you guys are always so positive. I was excited to do this. I need this energy. Yeah, I mean, so do we. We all need it. I feel like. Shab, you can go. Next. I'm so used to being on work zooms where I'm like, you're like, I'm mean, gonna like unmute my. Myself. Yeah, I can see you um. muting yourself like a pro. <laughs> I'm creaking my door and like. Um, yeah, yeah. When I was when I was growing up, in 1999. I was obsessed with Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Yeah. And yep. uh, the, <laughs> soundtrack, gang, gang. the soundtrack is like burned into my soul. Um, 
but when I was like 12 I made my dad bring me to Kinetic our local skate shop it's like right Mm -hmm. down the road here and I got a, a element board built it was so sick I started skating with my friend Zach and then I don't know I I couldn't get the hang of it so I was like this is out I'm done oh my god speaking of um, work zooms my fucking Microsoft noise just went off hopefully that's (laughs) not did you time that because that was (laughs) not to interrupt you god damn it (laughs) quit (laughs) okay not to cut you off okay element board you kind of fell out of it yeah element board I hate I hated it I couldn't get the hang of it I started inline skating like such a nerd it's a judgment-free zone it's okay (laughs) no no hate on inline skaters they're actually kind of sick um but when I turned 26 I got a skateboard in New York my brother-in-law gave me one of his old boards I was like just pick it up again um and then cut to meeting uh Kristen and Wendell at Girl Swirl and I just like fell into it I fell in love again skateboarding that is awesome I mean I do I think like I I don't need to tell my whole story because we still have one more person but it's like I think that there are so many similarities when people kind of talk to me about how like they started skating at one point and they kind of like fell off because they weren't really surrounded by like a community that kind of like kept them going and I mean we'll definitely get into this but that's why I really wanted to talk to you guys because like you're doing such a good job even maintaining this community through this pandemic. So it's pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah. And that was the big thing too. Like I never met a group of women and non-binary folk who like hyped each other up like that. It was, mm-hmm. that's, I mean, that's really why I stuck with it this time. Completely. Okay. Wendell, you are up. Okay. So I grew up on Long Island and my dad, like, drove cross country when he was super young to just like follow the endless summer wave and is like super like even surfing today at like 65 so it's super cool so I just grew up with him um like going surfing with him when I was super little and saying like he would have a longboard and it was just like that whole kind of similar west coast culture but like here on Long Island and then just started like skating for fun with him and didn't really have anyone to skate with in high school, but in college, I was like always dating skaters, which is like weird, but mm-hmm. I guess I have a tight. Um, and they would always skate, so I would just kind of like hop along with that and always was fun, but like didn't have, which I think is really cool about all of our stories in some way, is like there was something like not letting it be continuous because I feel like there was a lack of what we all kind of, although our stories are all so different, it all has this like reoccurring theme of like wanting to have like a more group of similar minded people to just like Mm -hmm. even if you have nothing in common but like but getting on a board and just like having a good time which um is super cool I'm leading into like a whole probably like 10 other questions so I'm just gonna keep going I think this is it's amazing because we get to all kind of talk about this as people who are doing this so like whatever fuck the list of questions this is just so (laughs) you guys know I'm not gonna like trick you but (laughs) I'm like making sure (laughs) you're like wait but this is four down the list what are we gonna do (laughs) 
I definitely think like, and maybe you guys relate to this, like the other day I went to McCarran Park. I knew I could go up and down all the things. You know what I mean? Like I just, I was like, I've gotten to that point. Like I definitely feel confident these things aren't scary. But even like, I don't know if you guys have been, but like just to visualize such a visual medium of podcast but the the back like part where it does have this little like bump it's not even anything crazy but the two bumps that are like right by that little ramp in the back mm-hmm. I've never gone over them and like I don't think I've ever really successfully gone over something that wasn't flat at the top if that makes any sense yeah yeah the bumps and I, yeah, it makes a lot of sense I mean <laughs> That's it does I get it it's yeah like, if it's not flat it's like what am I about to go over so it was like okay fuck so then literally <laughs> I was so nervous and I'm like standing there and I'm like okay I'm gonna do it and I was like with other people but I was like all right and I kept getting hyped up and Troy was like standing on the other side and she was like we got you we got you like it's fine you're gonna be fine literally the second I get to the top of that bump I literally said out loud are you fucking kidding like why was I like this <laughs> I was like this is so easy and then I was like okay <laughs> Now that's the whole theme, though, is skating in general, I feel. Totally. You know? Yeah. And that's, like, yeah. how we're always preaching when we're teaching people is, like, <clears throat> it's, like, you're, you're not falling that far. Like, look how far that thing is, like, from the ground. Yes. Worst case scenario, you got to, like, catch yourself. But, yeah, it's always I, funny, like, the mental box we put for ourselves. Yeah, so, I think, too, the more yeah. that you fall, the better you can, like... Adapt. I 100% agree. Oh my god. You know what's gonna happen totally. when you fall. You gotta learn how to fall. Yeah, you just start getting like like quick-witted with like, oh, I definitely know how I'm gonna catch myself on all of these falls. I like falling, actually. Oh my god. Like, I do. I really do, because it's sort of like, even I went to Golconda like a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, and I, I hadn't really been to that park before. And I was like, oh, God, everyone's, like, just literally doing these runs back and forth. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't even know, like, where I'm going to, like, do my little practice moments. And I was being all safe. And then I was just like, fuck it. Like, I don't even care. Like, whatever. I'm just going to skate. And then I fell. But, like, <laughs> the thing was, I, I immediately was just like, oh, that's better. I don't know. My first mm-hmm. fall, like, whenever I'm outside or doing anything, I'm like, there it is. Like, now I'm in it. Now I'm, now I'm doing the rest of the day. Exactly. For some reason, yeah. Like, it just feels like I soon as I fall or even just like fucking trip over like a pebble that's like this small oh my god I'm like okay now I <laughs> yeah now I'm really now I'm in my groove like for some reason I feel like I finally sort of like get more agile yeah. once I, I fall. feel like I feel sense. like there's such like stigma around falling and like kind of looking is. silly at the skate park and it's like dude everyone falls everybody skate. yeah everyone yeah. 99% of the time of them skating they're just eating shit but the reason they get respect is because they're trying insane insane shit <laughs> and so no, it's, it's like it's they're just true. taking slam after slam after slam and there's this like respect that comes along with it but if I try an ollie and fuck up like 50 times everyone's like oh look at that girl over there ollieing you know That's it's exactly very, what very different experience yeah. but I think it's changing I think that there's definitely like a shift happening where people see like okay I mean when I learned to skate in a New York City skate park it was like that message like the golden rule right where you treat people how you want to be treated Mm -hmm. so I just started you know giving little board taps to everyone like right anytime I saw anybody do something if they dropped in for the first time did a kick turn for the first time did a fakey big spin over whatever the for the first time like just like I'm gonna cheer you on yeah exactly and I try my 
basic kick turn or whatever it is like mm-hmm. people are like yeah woo, you know and I'm like okay got it <laughs> you give respect yeah. and you get it back so I don't totally. know I yeah. think lots of people too who totally. are intimidated I think it's a good way to you know get get comfy at your local park to try to like know yeah. that everybody feels that nervousness and are like really trying their hardest mm-hmm. and some people Definitely. channel it in a different way and I think like when I first started going to skate parks, I was so afraid of going to skate parks for that reason of like not knowing. But the more you go, even if you're switching it up and going to different skate parks all the time, the more you go, the like easier it is to kind of just like slide in and find your place and like totally. get over that kind of new, what I call new skate park anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which oh, is very real. <laughs> Learn the route. But you start to yeah. see the same people too. Like I know Shab and I, we used to go. I mean, you go way more than me now because <laughs> I'm unemployed. I mean, fun employed and don't have a set <laughs> schedule. But like Shab goes every morning at Cooper, and mm-hmm. you know, you start to see the same people every single time you go, and then that's what like builds a real community where you start to see those same people, and you can say hi, and you feel more confident to do so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally yeah, true. I love the shout out to the morning crew at Cooper. <laughs> Shouts out. I wonder what the actuality of people who live in New York and listen to this podcast is, but I would love to know. We get really the big Cooper country. Morning Squad. Yeah, Co- comment on this post, Cooper Morning Squad. <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> so, <laughs> to ask a question, um, I guess and we've kind of alluded to this, but how important to you guys is community in skateboarding? Yeah, I almost feel like it's more important than the actual activity itself sometimes. Um, it's bonding everyone, of course. It's definitely the glue. But, mm-hmm. you know, if we're all doing the same thing, but no one's connecting, then that's not really a community. We're just all going around each other. You can feel like you're making friends without even talking. Like, that's how mm-hmm. it's like powerful all of this actually is when it's happening. Like, you don't even realize like that you like that your guards are down like like this is my community these are my friends like mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to talk to you this week but I might talk to you next week and I won't even think twice about it it's like the community in New York obviously the city itself gets this rep of like we don't have a community here mm-hmm. people like don't know that New York has in these cities in these boroughs in these parks like actual communities like actual people who are connecting throughout their daily life like it's not just like fucking buildings and shit like you just have to take it's true like you gotta you gotta like you know like lift up to the carpet like go underneath like get in the cracks and you'll find Mm -hmm. all of these these people these like people who are all doing something that bonds us like we're we're all like holding hands when we're doing something together and it's like you know you you start to love your your neighborhood more and more you start to love these people more and more like if anything happens to you, I, I've never talked to you a day in my life, but I'm like there for you. And like that right. importance is literally, I feel like what sort of keeps us all like this, like even skating or not skating. Like, yeah, it definitely does help us that we're all doing. And, like, definitely like going off of what I was kind of saying before in like the skating aspect. Mm-hmm. I think like, although our stories and our backgrounds are so completely different on how we got involved in the first place, you can almost hear like the undertone in every story of it being like, well, I would have kept going or it would have been awesome if I just had mm-hmm. like this group of people to do it with. And then I think like how I 
found Girls World is because like I was longing for a community that I didn't have. Right. And like that was the thing that was like probably keeping me from my consistency consistency and like the fear of doing it by myself, which is like something that took me so long to conquer. Like only my mm-hmm. second year living no, my first year living living in Brooklyn, but like it took me so long to even go to an event by myself. Like I had like this crazy anxiety about it. But like to my point, like there's a comfort in community, whether like in any totally. aspect, but specifically skating. And I think like yeah. all of our stories, no matter how different and like who you are, like we all kind of just want, even if you're like going to the park just to chill. Like when I was growing up in high school, like all the boys would do it literally like wouldn't even skate. They would literally just like hang out. Mm-hmm. And like, that's really what they wanted too. was the community it wasn't even about actually skating, which I think is really cool that like it unifies all of us in some way. Yeah, I yeah. completely agree. Like we get messages all the time from people from all over the world that are like, hey, I'm moving to New York in a week and I found mm-hmm. your account. Can I come out to your group skate? Am I worthy? Am I allowed? And like, you're like, those are like <laughs> yeah. the fact that you found us, A, before you mm-hmm. even located into the city, you have this whole community. And I don't like to use the word sisterhood because it's not inclusive, but you have this huge community mm-hmm. behind you and it's like family, right? Like it's like Kai said, like, yeah, you, I love that you just said like you connect without even speaking, like to just share this like physical space together to do this physical activity together where we're all struggling. We're all trying, like you found that and like mm-hmm. you can be a part of that in this like beautiful organic way. And like, how lucky are you to find it? Just <laughs> yeah, totally. So, totally. That's I, a yeah. great point because like in the beginning of this year in January, I decided to move to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Oh my and God, I remember this. when I moved to Chicago, I found friends immediately because I hit up some people on Instagram. I was like, I I see you skating. Can I come meet up with you? And they were great. I Mm -hmm. made friends immediately. Cut to the pandemic. I moved back to Wilmington, Delaware, which is where my parents Mm -hmm. live. And I went to the skate park. And then, like, I ran into some, um, some people there. And they were like, come skate with us. And then that's their, um, their names, like, girls Wilmington girl skate and oh, cool. immediately again like an, another crew of friends I'm like I don't I don't know what I would do without these people otherwise like I'd just be out skating in a parking lot alone yeah yeah and that's definitely another thing we get all the time is people being like I live in this city I don't know any other skaters that look like me what mm-hmm. do I do and yeah. I think I we always push out like you know find your local skate shop, ask them, Totally. find your local crew, ask them, show up in spaces that people are holding and just like try to be vulnerable and then listen to media like Quell and uh, like Girl Swirl and other groups where like yeah. we're all pushing that message. And more often than not, like you see most of our, our, you know, family of skateboarders are all like trying to support one another. Like we're stronger together. And I think totally it's really cool how we all like share flyers in like local cities like Boston and mm-hmm you know New Jersey like there's huge skate scenes everywhere and it's all about just giving it exposure and like telling people this is normal you can find this like go totally (laughs) yeah so really quick because I know that these questions like just open up a ton of worms but I basically Mm want to like contextualize everything because obviously okay so like Kristen you said you were like one of the founding members of the New York chapter and then I'm assuming 
Wendell, you were like, you got in there second and then you guys kind of are now newer to Girl Swirl. So what, Kristen, how did you decide to start this chapter in New York? Yeah, so I grew up uh, outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, ended mm-hmm. up going to school at Pitt. And while I was in school, met Lucy Ozinski, who founded the LA chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, her and I like just stayed in contact like through college and beyond, just like following each other on, I mean, at the time, I think we were maybe on MySpace, on Facebook and oh on Instagram. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, she started skating at the, like literally the exact moment. Like we kind of laugh all the time that we have this like kind of mirrored life but just separate always but like she was working in the film industry I started working in the film industry she started skating skating, and it was like just parallel lives and I saw what she was doing she started going up kind of to people organically in Venice Beach and was like hi you're a skater do you want to skate with me I don't have anyone to skate with Mm -hmm. and started doing like weekly meetups so started like a group chat on Instagram just like skate party just like Girls were all, right, like, right. All, all of us before we made it anything to what it is now and just tried to like in a super grassroots way kind of grow the community so mm-hmm. I saw what she was doing out there and I really felt as I was learning to skate like I loved I'm really lucky that I learned to skate through my boyfriend Ray and his friends are all super supportive like really mm-hmm. great cis white men <laughs> that are really actually supportive and there are some good ones yes definitely and I think it's important to call them out like I love our allies so much and it's super important to skate with them too um but anyway I think I'm like really lucky that I like learned to skate in that environment but I was still craving that community and that companionship Mm -hmm. and also just like the visual representation of like somebody that I identified with like to be able to skate with someone that looked like me so I knew it was possible that I could do those tricks too um So yeah, so when Lucy started what she was doing out in LA with Girl Swirl, I immediately hit her up and was like, I want to come skate with you. I want to do this in New York. I think New York needs this so much. And this is before I found out about Quell or maybe it was like a... I don't think that... On the radar. Yeah, it probably was like... We didn't host our first event, I think, until... Well, I don't know why I'm saying I think I know this for a fact. We didn't host our first. I'm like, hello, this is me. Um, we we didn't host our first skate event until our literal first birthday. Right. Yeah. And and Girls World was kind of the same way. They never had like a an official group skate until I think a year after they kind of built the Instagram, built the community. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of where we are now. We just celebrated our one year anniversary, even though half of it was spent in quarantine. <laughs> um, we knew we wanted to like grow the team, yeah. but we're waiting kind of for the right time. And like, just with everything totally. going on, we are like people, you know, people still need this. People still need this community. Yeah. Um, especially now more than ever. Like I think self-care is so important, but we can only do so much, you know, without tapping into the community too. So. And people um, are learning more than ever too. I mean, I'm sure you guys have like, I've I've seen the turnouts and stuff at your events and it's like people want to learn skating and like I get comments all the time about it like more than ever especially being in quarantine oh big time I think it's I mean I also work at KCDC skate shop love KCDC Mm -hmm. women on skate shop Um, (laughs) but they you know it's like we have so many I mean 90% of the customers Kai was one of them it's how I met Kai yeah uh, walking (laughs) to the skate park being like I don't know anything I heard you were a nice skate shop can you help me? Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and then it gives me like this amazing opportunity to like talk to them about Girls World and like hopefully, you know, foster community that way too. But 
um, it's amazing. Like we meet, I meet new people every group skate. I know Wendell mm -hmm. and I are always like so floored and Shab who's been with us for so long, every, every single group skate, we're like, where did everybody come from? I have no fucking clue where they come. I always they ask them. Island, they come from the Bronx, they come from New Jersey. I'm just like, how did you people every time? Everywhere. They're everywhere. And that's why it's like so great to like, when we do takeovers at Cooper Park to be like, yo, look, like we are here. Like girl skaters mm -hmm. are not going anywhere. Queer skaters are not going anywhere. Like we are here. Yeah. Space for us. So totally. I don't know if that answered your question, but. <laughs> no, 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 no. That definitely did. Cause I think like, obviously that, that actually was like an answer that I wasn't really sure of because like, I think, I don't know how the right way to phrase this necessarily is, but like in a good way, like the, your, like the it has such a brand identity girl swirl mm. and it's like the I mean obviously on like social media and stuff but like I think that's I I'm starting to really like I'm in advertising also and like this sounds crazy but like I was just telling you guys um and I don't really know if that's in the intro or not because now at this point I'm like it's seven o'clock and my brain can't do this but <laughs> it's I can't just remember the past 35 seconds of my life but um I'm really starting to like look at the brand side of things and like really kind of tighten up, you know, our voice and stuff. And that's something I've always really admired about you guys, like aesthetically that that's like, you know, it's, everything's really cohesive. And so I was more curious about like how that jump from coast to coast, you know, you guys keep it consistent. And I think that's super interesting. I so think I, it's really, oh, go ahead. I don't know if you had a question. Oh no, the last thing I was going to say was, I, but it is interesting to hear how like close in time both those things kind of happened at the same time. Like both of these. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I mean, it was, it wasn't as close as it might seem from the outside. Like mm -hmm. we, you know, Lucy and I started skating at the same time, but she took probably two and a half to three years to like really get Girls World where it was, where it was like, you know, mm -hmm. 50,000 followers. Now they're over like a hundred. I don't even know. Wow. How but it's all grassroots, like totally not sponsored. Like they haven't really been getting any funding for any of it. Like it's, it, it's funny because that you say that it has this like brand mm -hmm. image to it because I mean it that's great like that's a really nice compliment because yeah. we work really hard yeah. to make it look that way but at the same time it doesn't feel like that we don't really feel to me at least oh totally you know we operate under them as more of a, like the chapter so we're like a sub chapter of their like bigger business entity if you will right um so we we actually are functioning as a nonprofit under them and you know we none of us are getting compensated for this but i think that also same i'm just going to jump in because like it's so rare that like ideas come to me oh wait kristen were you done uh you, no i want you to go cuz it's so rare that ideas come to you <laughs> i mean i threw myself under the bus there that's not much but um like you said there's this like um fluidity with east coast and west coast and i think Chris, mm. something kristen and i and like now i'm sure all four of us will work on is that the east coast is so different from the west coast and la mm. is really this like flowy beachy vibe and new york is not right. so i think we've struggled and like the brand recognition is awesome if you can see that coast to coast which is mm -hmm. great and um I don't want to downplay that, but it's definitely sometimes a challenge to be like, well, how do we represent how unique this mm -hmm. chapter is? Mm -hmm. um, because it's not exactly like LA, you know what I mean? Like we've For got sure. the seasons and the wind and like all of these things, the potholes, the traffic is like so much more coast. condensed. Street skaters. So it's like, Street how do we skaters. kind of yeah. incorporate <laughs> the authenticity of like how unique you know, you know, you know, oh my God. <laughs> Unique is New York. 
what is a isn't that a, like a thing people say <laughs> unique new york new unique new york that's like a sound oh like yeah. yeah. they practice that unique yeah. new york over i over. smoked a clip with my cousin at my grandma's and i'm just gonna be totally transparent <laughs> but don't cut that definitely I won't but cut don't that. cut that because that's the real no, me that's people important. should know that because that's the, me. the real me <laughs> in bed six <laughs> you're like ideas rarely come to me <laughs> I'm like, um, let me smoke another one. I'll get another. Um, no, but I yeah. completely. Okay, that's actually a really great like <laughs> note, I guess. Or like, I don't know what the right word is, but like, yeah, I think for those I, taking notes at home. <laughs> so, guys, just to remember, you know, we're no. quizzing you after. <laughs> I think that is really important, though, because like, I completely agree, and I think like there's definitely a way to get there and obviously I'm excited to see how you guys do yeah. because like it is such I have this conversation all the time I'm like fuck you guys in California you don't even get it like yeah, it's some- so easy to have this like laxy skater sunny vibe in Cali but here it's like raining and like horrible mm-hmm. half the year more than half the year usually so I don't know I think, I think it's <laughs> if I can interject you now. no go yeah please. <laughs> like Shut me I don't I wanted to say about like, yeah, the creative vision, because what really drew me to Girl Swirl in the first place was that they were capturing skateboarding in a way that I had never seen before. Mm-hmm. Personally, I hadn't seen skateboarding represented in like a feminine way. And yeah. something that was like flowy and fluid and like not trying your hardest tricks or shot on a fisheye lens. Mm-hmm. I really loved that it was like something that I could relate to and, and see like, oh, this girl's like just standing on her board, but it looks sick. And like, that could be me like to put myself Mm -hmm. in that shoe right and that's what like I love about thinking about yeah the future of what girlfriend NYC could be but when we initially launched the chapter it was about like we have the same stoke like we have an amazing surf community in New York like all up the coast of Long Island and the skate community as well like some of the best skating in the world and obviously it's been shot a million times in so many ways from so Mm -hmm. many people so how do we make it different and I think what we weren't seeing was like this like semi-feminine lens like towards skating that made it inspiring for beginners and for skaters of all levels to, yeah. you know, want to look it up, look up to it and skate. But that was like our initial vision. But as we've like grown as a chapter, like we realized, okay, well, we should just be like ourselves and like be New York and like not try to <laughs> emulate too much of that. But there is still so much. I mean, we were just mm-hmm. out in Rockaway last weekend and it felt like it was the first day of summer again it was just like right yeah global warming <laughs> yeah. Well, you hate to love that, it <laughs> you really do you hate yeah. to enjoy those those 60 it was degree like 70 days. degrees yesterday yeah. wasn't it also yeah yeah it was yeah so i hate to enjoy it but, but even yeah. even with the like the brand recognition and mm-hmm. like just being with girls Girl in new york for since the start i've seen the image change and develop over the last year mm-hmm. and it's definitely starting to um kind of combine both of those lenses like new york street style yeah not as beachy but still combining that like more um feminine point of view and similar shots but you know mm-hmm. fire yeah it's definitely honestly sometimes it's a struggle to like find the balance between the two because you want to mm-hmm. have both and incorporate both and like yeah it's it's not we're still figuring out I think sometimes we still play around with it and are still growing and 
trying to figure that exact brand, that like New York even, brand. Even Kristen and Wendell, you bringing myself and Kai on, like all we have completely different vibes. You guys kind of fit into that more like flowy vibe, and I think Kai and myself fit more into like this like urban sort of like more street style. Yeah, and I would say that too. It's something and I actually noticed too. No, keep going, Strap. I mean, and it's just, I think it's like <laughs> reflective of like Wendell and Kristen, you trying to reflect the community that mm-hmm. you represent and the people who are in your community. I think that's such a good distinction, not to cut you off, but that's like, I think that is so much more important now especially than ever to really like look within your community and like bring out these voices that like are actually there instead of like stick to maybe that parent brand or whatever because like while you guys all have the same spirit of what you're working under for lack of a better word like is that my favorite phrase for lack of a better word I don't think Uh, you've said it but yeah, I feel like I say it's 40 times a day and I'm always like criticize yourself. You're like, what am I doing? I do this, it's like I just said, more important than ever, blah blah blah, about like <laughs> making sure the voices that are from your brand are actually from this like community or point of view you want to be speaking on instead of like like I, I just think it's a good moment in the universe to like self-reflect and I think that's really an awesome thing that you guys are doing as you kind of start to work out what the future is looking like. I think that also just sort of piggybacking on Shab's point was that um that's the sort of beauty of this city. Mm-hmm. Like we aren't LA and I think that's what is important. Like New York is very specific. It's a very specific mm-hmm. place with very specific vibes and you don't find the same people that you'd find in LA. And I think if I was moving to New York or moving to LA and I see girls girl New York and I feel like this is the collective that I think I see myself in. Mm -hmm. I see people like me. I see people like Chad. I see people like Kristen and Wendell. I want to go with, they look mad chill. They look way back. They look Mm -hmm. like they understand grit. I want to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that is what makes the brand here a lot more unique because Mm -hmm. you this is literally like it's such a specific place to be and I think it's important that even with girls for for here bringing on chapter leaders that look like Shab and I is incredibly important because it's like this is actually like I see me at these events I see Shab at these events like you know this is I'm I'm like magnetized towards it more because of that. Like right. because it doesn't look like LA. And that is I think kind of the most beautiful part of it. It's like look at this melting pot of chapter leaders here. Like mm-hmm. that's going to draw me in. That's that's like an awesome thing to see. Like New York is in that way so unique so girls world making that sort of incorporated sort of peppered into that brand is I is more than I think it deserves all of that credit. Like, you know, like that, I love that it's not flowy. I love that it doesn't have warm vibes. I love that we street skate. I love that we show people eating shit. All the <laughs> like, I, I love all of that. It just, I feel like New York doesn't try to be anything. And I think that's what makes it great. Mm-hmm. Because then without trying, we're just so fucking cool. Like, we're like, I want to be there. 
Right. I do. Like I, yeah, I do. Sure. I, like I, I don't think I'm ever gonna leave the city, so I'm just gonna brag about it for the rest of my life. But like, <laughs> that's just Same. how I feel about it. I think the brand here is so great and specific in that way. Mm-hmm. I, I really think, like to your point, I'm as I'm. I've said this before, but it's like when I'm looking at like how I move forward as well, and it's like right now, obviously in the universe, it's like such a moment to be self-reflective. Why did I just repeat exactly what I just said before? I'm going to okay. start that over. <laughs> Jesus, hello. Did you smoke a clip before? Yeah. No, but you would think I did, right? Oh, it's like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even smoke, which like is a whole other thing because we literally made those shirts for cannabis equity and everyone oh, was yeah. like, you're That's so important. sick. And everyone was like laughing. And my friend who illustrated it was like, who would have thought that the two people that like literally never smoke like would have illustrated and then produced this shirt? I was like, <laughs> well, there you go. The place... Like, New York is such a unique place, and I think, like, I lose sight in my mind, like, trying to... uh, We've, as Quell, like, really stepped away from doing events because there's amazing organizations and things like you guys that are really, like, focused on events, and that's something that's more... From my point of view, it's more interesting to tell those stories because there isn't some more really for us that's telling those stories. I mean, there are places like, yeah, girl... Um, which is a great one, or skatism, stuff like that it is telling our stories. But I also want to be able to tell our stories from the New York point of view. And I think, or at least the East Coast point of view, this more, like you just said, kind of like grit or difficult or underdog right. or whatever adjective you yeah. want to use. But I think it's so different when you really have to like work for it. And I think like it's a, it's really special. I think it's hard to encapsulate that but I hope that we both can get there <laughs> we both being all of you guys and and yeah, I agree. Agree. you on your own I totally agree <laughs> me just me no I'm just kidding no, um I am really this is me just saying this in the universe and maybe someone will listen to this and then be like cool but I definitely am open to contributors that want to like write and talk and whatever use this platform for their own stories and voices because like I kind of hinted we are relaunching the website in 2021 and Mm -hmm. it's gonna be fucking sick so that's just me 2021 is gonna be sick yes I mean don't curse it yeah no knock on wood (laughs) at least if whatever 2021 sucks my website is gonna look cool that's that's all I have going for me but um where am I going with this? Okay, so anyway, speaking of 2021, hopefully being sick, we have to talk about mm. the elephant in the room as people who plan events and run mm. skate companies, which is how COVID has really like affected this industry and what you guys are doing. Because I mean, I think you guys have done an amazing job, fortunately, of like planning these social distance or running these social distance events. Mm-hmm. But how did this kind of challenge you guys and how have you kind of worked around that? Yeah, I mean, I think at first it was it was really hard because we had our friends at Substance Skate Park like donating free park time to us every mm-hmm. Friday night. We were going once a week for all of January, yeah. February, March. Like we were full steam ahead. Everyone was learning so quickly we were all progressing so quickly, people mm-hmm. dropping in on shit that they should have never been dropping in on so quickly. Like right. it was really inspiring. And then COVID hit and it just really 
threw a wrench in all of our plans. Like we, like the LA chapter, we were going to plan our like official launch party because we Mm -hmm. haven't Mm -hmm. had a chance to like take a second and like just have fun and celebrate ourselves and like everything we accomplished in the community. And we were going to work with um, like the Women's Store Film Festival out in Rockaway. Like we had so many Mm -hmm. sick events. Like we, I think we talked about doing stuff together too. I totally feel like we did honestly. So much. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so much and so yeah I mean when COVID hit at first of course we were like stop everything let's just right. like wait it out and then that turned into many months of waiting it out and seeing what would happen and we saw kind of everybody taking to you know your first question you brought up was community is community mm-hmm. important in skateboarding and as Shab said, I think community is more important than the sport itself because even though we physically couldn't be together to do the sport together, we could connect online. And we started doing these Instagram live series called Do a Kickflip with Girl Swirl. And Shab would. What? <laughs> very, awesome. Yeah, it was sick. We have some on Saved on our um, Instagram. Yeah. TV. Check it yeah, out. That was- like peak quarantine yeah where where were you in the instagram live phase i was in my high school parking lot wait what did you have to do what you just had to do like so like every week job and i would pick a thing that we were going to teach each other or ourselves so you tried teaching me something once oh right wendell yeah terrible what was it uh shove it an alley or shove it shove it whatever it was so bad (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah so I guess like we kind of navigated towards like the online digital because I mean really our community as much as we are a physical space that we create like a lot of our community also lives online or are abroad and or on another state and so we had this amazing opportunity then to like post zoom happy hours and like connect with people all over the world and totally. we had this one girl call in from turkey or something oh, yeah. do you remember that oh my god that was like she's like it's 4 a.m where i am i waited up all night for this like you girls inspire me so much i don't have That's any other so people to cute. speak with yeah and, and then there was really yo. cute yeah there was this girl things it was like like at the beginning of quarantine, like Sarah Rocco did mm-hmm. like paint paint mornings on that's Saturday right. mornings, yep. and we had like a weekly. Oh my god, um, I was doing yoga. We had a weekly itinerary of, of like yeah, mm-hmm. it was like a television channel. It was pretty epic. Like I kind I of should bring it all back. Well, lucky I don't. For us, we're going TV. Second wave, I don't. So. I don't. <laughs> yeah, you're I like, like it will. Oh my god, I don't want to. We might be back. Uh, as we it's talked crazy. about in, indoor winter itineraries, maybe that'll just be indoor social activities. I, I will know. say the one thing I loved about quarantine and the rules of the pandemic is like bars being closed. I don't know if that's the lamest thing you've ever heard no. on this podcast. But, like, I fucking love that it's an excuse for everything. Because now I, like, I don't feel bad bailing. I don't have to bail because it's not even a thing. And I'm just, like, I mean, this is separate from Girls World. Come to Girls World. Those are fun. But, like, in any other aspect, it's, like, oh, like, you know, we can't go to the bar after work. You know, COVID. It's, like, really working in my favor. Like, I think what you're trying to say is, like, I think it forced us to, like, connect in a real way and not, That's what I'm saying. Thank you, Yeah, like, you're welcome. Kristen's saving me. Like, I think it really did. always saving me. I love you. Like, I really do. I think, like, it forced us to connect with each other in a real way and not, like, feel these, like, social pressures to, like, go out and party or, like... Right. You know where I am right now? I'm in my mom's house. Yeah. I grew up... I literally moved home from Brooklyn. Yeah. Shout out, mom. 
Shout out, well, like she's she's making me pay utilities, so like I do what I want, you know. Is what it is. Which is like <laughs> arguably I do what I want. Oh, I do what I want, you know. Arguably yeah. fucked up. I'm going home for. I hope she hears me. Sunday, and I'm like. I hope she joins this podcast. It's gonna be good. Mom. You wouldn't. She wouldn't be the first mom who's uh, made a podcast cameo. Oh, we had yeah. moms in the other room too. Should oh, I go yeah. Her? Had, oh my god, <laughs> that's so mom. funny. We had um Sheezy. Her mom came and. Well, she was telling a whole story about how her mom, like, taught her Stairway to Heaven on, or always used to play Stairway to Heaven on guitar, and then she, like, always wanted to learn, and then finally one day, like, she got to learn, and, like, she was, like, talking about how her mom would always play it when she was drunk, and it was, like, the funniest thing, and then she, like, goes and, like, brings her mom in, and her mom was, like, oh, are you guys having fun? And she's, like, yeah, mom, I'm having so much fun, and I was, like, wow, this is embarrassing, but good. That's quality. Mom, I'm having so totally. much fun um sorry again i for going off that tangent but um Wait, yeah uh, covid yeah back i was like can i get back on track that's yep. okay <laughs> we could do Go. whatever you want you um, can hit it clearly all right i'm gonna hit are you ready um, <laughs> um but yeah like after we so we we just we mm-hmm. started doing all of the like Instagram live content where we were doing like weekly show, like shows. Mm-hmm. Um, so every couple of days we would do something, but then just you know shit got real this year, and it got yeah. to a point where it felt like inappropriate to be talking about anything other than Black Lives Matter. It felt mm-hmm. like we shouldn't be using our platform for anything other than trying to fight for social justice and yeah. equality. Word. So we definitely took a pause on that until like COVID in New York I mean we're so lucky to be in New York City mm-hmm. um I'm so happy to have also waited out the pandemic here and Me too. to like the not real really ones, get back no. to normal you know yeah no but really the real ones uh yeah I I feel yeah, really lucky fuck you like, guys yeah, mm. fuck <laughs> I'm just kidding yeah you too I'm just kidding um but uh what was I gonna say so when we started doing mm-hmm. events again, it was something that we weighed very heavily for like, mm-hmm. I think two two or three months. Like we were in contact with the LA team. I mean, the San Diego chapter also launched last year and they had two whole meetups before everything got shut down. So wow. mm-hmm. like we were lucky that we had about, what do we have, like six months under our belt that we yeah. were having a meetup every other week, um, if not more. So when we got back to events, like that's why I think that first one was so massive because people were like stuck in their houses or at their parents' houses or whatever, right. dying for community and for something to do. Like, please, I have to go. Exactly. <laughs> and so it was like, it was pretty amazing, but it was definitely, um, it was a response to mm-hmm. the whole pandemic, I think, you know, and every meetup we've had since then, and it's never a numbers game or a popularity game. No, totally. We're happy if one person shows up and we make a difference in one person's life. Um, but it's like, yeah, every meetup since then has been pretty normal, you know, like 50 or so. But even still, yeah. like in New York City, it, it, it has been feeling really weird to have even more than 20 people in a space to go, mm-hmm. what are, are we doing this right? And I think as organizers, the best thing we can do is always preach safety and then also practice it. I think mm-hmm. the big difference that I've seen in some of the other community events that, you know, surround skateboarding or being at a skate park, mm-hmm. like I find that people take off their masks because the organizers get yeah lazy and they just take theirs off and then everybody follows suit. So the number one thing that we've been trying to do is like lead by example and just 100%. try to try to preach 
safety and practice it. So it's definitely a change. We, as girls for all members, like we all love to just like jump on each other and right. like, hug and fucking like, you know, we're so close. We're all so close. Right. We're always hand holding, helping each other out, like teaching each other how to drop in. It's really hard to like limit the physical thing, but I think the good thing that comes out of it, other than like checking in with yourself is also being able to be a stronger communicator and ask for consent, which is something mm-hmm. we can all learn and benefit right. from. Um, oh my God, yeah. Go up to someone and say, hey, is it okay if I touch you? Do you want help? Um, mm-hmm. How can I help you? Is, is this okay if I touch you here? You know, I think those are all really important questions that we should always be asking people when we're helping them learn to skate. I'm really bad totally. at that. I just like start touching people and I'm like, know, oh my God, this isn't okay. <laughs> That's what I'm I mean. Like, like, before going the up pandemic, to it was like, oh, I'll just touch you. And then I realized, oh, actually some people don't like to be hugged. And the like pandemic that. has taught me like how much I touch strangers too. Or like how, like, like I like go to like shake someone's hand or like, I don't know. It's just like my, I, I had like a personal first, space yeah. problem. <laughs> the first time I shook someone's hand, like the pandemic, I was like, I made that face the whole time and you guys can't see me. I'm very uncomfortable in my face. (laughs) And I was like, are we? And they looked at me like, what's wrong? I'm like, I don't know why we're shaking hands right now. This is the first time I've shaken hands. Yeah, you're like, do you want to do Uh, this? Do you want sanitizer? (laughs) (laughs) So weird. But yeah, Yeah. we just always try to have extra masks and hand sanitizer at our meetups. And Mm -hmm. people really listen. We're really, I think we're really lucky in that our community gives a shit about our community and we don't want to contribute to the numbers. And the people that show up want to be there so bad that they'll listen to any rules we put in place. So mm-hmm. we're really fortunate for that. And I think, I think like moving forward too, it kind of opens up like having COVID and all the restrictions in place, it mm-hmm. opens up for the future of what um, certain meetups could look like. Like, yeah, totally. Kind of like using that as a platform to evolve instead of letting it hinder us. Right. I think that's so important too. I think, to what you just said is so important because like we need to adapt and I I am nervous about going into winter in terms of like what that's going to do for our community and in addition to like this pandemic but also if the numbers are going back up and we have to like be more restrictive anyways that doesn't really fucking matter unfortunately but I know, right? Can you imagine, like, we're gonna, it's gonna be March, and then it's like, okay, great, we've been doing this for a fucking year now, like, I can't. Yeah. I, I, can't, like, I, can't, I can't even wrap my head around that. Y'all, like, I can imagine it. Is it bad? I love like, quarantine. I'm, I'm like, it's a shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We love it. <laughs> a little same, because it literally is, like, my entire life anyways, but it's right. like. Right. <laughs> like, really, really it's my spend- life day after day in bed never i do need to find a oh boyfriend God, no, and right. that's like you're a little right. more difficult all right but so we'll psa someone hit adrian up let's go actually don't though <laughs> oh i don't, don't need that. anyone i let's don't date that. skaters <gasps> and if you're listening to this podcast i assume that's your vibe so that's why that. don't you date skaters yeah, yeah. Um, we're pretty sick yeah, I think you just gotta find the right cool. one. Well, okay, so straight male skaters is where what I'm going for, and that's like not a good vibe usually. Um, it's yeah. not the only. I can attest. They're not all bad. I I like. It's true. They're not bad. Yeah, but they're the, actually not all. Not, yeah. My type is usually <laughs> like um freelance video editor. That's kind of like the vibe. Oh my god, I know someone. I know exactly who your vibe is. I know someone. 
Okay. Uh, wait, shoot you there. We have so idea. much to talk about outside of this. Yeah, podcast. clearly Wendell and I are gonna we're gonna talk about weed. Yeah, talk about that's weed. a different podcast, dude. This is that's the quell after <laughs> we sometimes With do an Wendell after and party. Literally the the more than PG thirteen. We sometimes do an after party, um, which is not what that would be, but uh, no, it would just be us getting high and you not talking, probably, and me being like so weird and having <laughs> and you random me, ideas. Showing and me six <laughs> boys on Instagram and me just so many videographers. No, um, I only know one. He's like, he's like, you're better than him. Okay, well, I I appreciate that. Um, the this will be a podcast exclusive. The one time I dated a guy that was a skater, he absolutely had a girlfriend the entire time, and I had no mm, idea. You love that. I, you gotta love, love that. Which that. everyone well, could see the shock on our faces. There were no one shocked. No, like no, no one shocked, Kristen. No one shocked. We're all like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the I don't, I I don't figured, understand that life. I'm sorry. The reason I figured Dang. it out was because he stopped <laughs> texting me and only started Snapchat messaging me. No, that's you know. so dirty. So and Wait, I, t- yeah, that's so funny. Mm-hmm. What if he was listening right now? On the topic of skater shouts out, <laughs> uh, really quick. Um, this was also like my first year in Brooklyn, and I was like really single. And I have, a, I'm like quite the opposite from you and have like a weakness for skater boys. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, um, and I was like, okay, I'm going to like, I was going to this bar every day for lunch, not a bar, like a cafe, but eating at the <laughs> bar. And he didn't sound right. It was a cafe. And I was, I was going to at the bar. Wilson I'm lives. I was going to a bar every day. I was going to the levee in every the afternoon. day. <laughs> and I was like, okay, he's a cute skater. Like I would see his board behind the bar all the time. And then oh we became God. friends, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna write on a note and like leave and on the on the receipt and leave my number." And this was the first time I've ever, ever, ever done that. I'm Mind so you, I didn't even go to events alone yet. And then um, I leave my number on the receipt. Sorry, I'm high. And then um, we're I don't hear from him for like two days, and I'm like, I'm not going back to lunch there until like I hear from him because that's so fucking awkward. And then he texts me, and he's like, "Hey, like, what are you doing?" Uh, I got your number, like, I'm like, okay, and then he's like, do you want to go skate uh, next whatever day, and I'm like, oh, sorry, I'm doing something, he's like, how about this day, and he's like, oh, uh, I'm actually going to the movies with my girlfriend, but um, maybe we can do it another time, and I'm like, (laughs) oh, like, I was so stoked when he texted me, too, mind you, because I thought, like, this was me, like, making a move and not getting rejected, but it was almost like, I get your hopes up to get them down lower kind of thing. Absolutely. So now I think rejection. Now I've jumped in your boat and now I don't date skaters, which is good because it's been working out proving not to date them, except Ray, Kristen, Ray's a gem. Yeah. That's Kristen's fair. boyfriend's the exception. There's always an exception. There is always an exception. Maybe they're listening to this podcast, but who knows? <laughs> Make yourselves known, boy. I hope the guy that I was talking about isn't. Yo, yeah. I don't know, y'all. Are hanging out with the wrong dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my brother-in-law. Shout out to my brother-in-law and his whole crew of friends. They're like, they're fucking so sweet. We'll they have to go on their Instagram just for, for reference. Oh, Shab, like why aren't you bringing them around? At, they're at Cooper in the mornings. Oh well, well Shab goes to Cooper morning. Let, <laughs> let the podcast note that Shab goes to Cooper at seven thirty in the morning. Like, that's that's I crazy. Yeah. I'm gonna join your job, and I was like, "Oh, what time?" Is Never will you catch me doing anything. I can't even in the open my eyes before ten. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, what does that even look like? <laughs> like what does seven o'clock look like? 
anywhere. I'll, Sorry. I'll never meet those boys, I Sorry. guess. I'll never <laughs> meet them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, more important things than boys. Yeah, okay, and boys suck. That's the point. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. You have nice boyfriends, Shaw, but who knows for the rest of us. Anyway. <laughs> A piece of the puzzle we haven't talked about yet is how the rest of you, aside from Kristen, got involved with Girl Swirl. Mm. So I'll just, we'll go, I guess, in chronological <laughs> order. <laughs> You're like, uh-huh, yep, okay. <laughs> yes. Um, I hope a lot of this edits is edited out. But um, uh, it won't be. Skated here and there, very sporadic, would only really never do it, especially living in Brooklyn. I was way too afraid. Just went to my first event by myself. And then... Followed Girls Rule LA because, like, I thought that was super cool and, like, basically something that I was longing for, but don't live on the West Coast. Saw, like, the next one of the, like, one day that they posted a Girls Rule NYC chapter and I DM'd uh, Girls Rule NYC and, like, Kristen gave me the information and, like, <laughs> pulled up to the old palm track at Domino and, like, Kristen was, like, filming on her eight millimeter, like, covered in tattoos. And I was like, oh my God, I have a girl crush so nice so warm like I was like scared to meet her like I was scared to like go and like be by myself and she like taught me how to literally do the pump track never even did that I was on a sector nine like long cruiser board Mm -hmm. didn't even have a normal deck and yeah Kristen and Nico were there and it was just like really great energy Kristen was shooting on our eight millimeter and then I left and like so corny but literally it was like grinning ear to ear like went home told my roommate I was like oh my god it's so fucking cool so many skater girls in the city like I had no idea about um and it's like not corny too like I kind of feel like maybe people think we're this like I don't know like there could be this prejudice against us for some reason whatever because um but it's like super chill and like cool and like people are doing whatever they want so um and like authentic so then I went home and I told my roommate how sick it was and then I felt compelled to like message her and be like yo like I literally like can't stop thinking about how cool that was like I really genuinely wanted something like that like I felt like I needed like a girl community like I didn't really have many girlfriends Mm -hmm. that were like like like-minded so I messaged her and I was like I really want to like get involved any way I can and then, like, it just, like, shortly led to, like, a few more conversations. And then shortly after, like, sat down with them and, like, told them why I wanted to be a part of this in, like, a leadership way. And, yeah. And that's it. That's how I got on board. I think that that, like, what you just said about, like, DMing and making yourself available and, like, that kind of thing is so important when it comes to, like, people who want to get involved in things like you guys or things like well because it's like truly I'll remember that like personally and I'm like okay like Shauna for example who now runs like Pansy always is there for me and is always like how do I help you how do I help you Jay who not Jay with that L last name but um her Instagram is bgirltortuga but she is like oh my, my God. yeah ride or die actually her, her and her girlfriend are gonna be in I'm shooting a bunch of pictures of them tomorrow in Quelmert right. I'm very excited nice. but um oh my god what is happening to my earring um it's like people like that who constantly like reach out to you it's so exciting to like yeah. just you remember them you want them around it's like that's kind of how you make it happen and that's really awesome and powerful that you were that excited about going to that event and I think there's something to be said about and I was like so scared like you have no idea like and but I think 
in so many aspects, like trying to drop in, do a trick, meeting new people in like any kind of little like sub umbrella of skating in general, being mm-hmm. vulnerable and trusting it is like has so much greater reward. Like you're so scared to drop in, you do it and you're like riddled with fucking adrenaline and you like have so much more confidence. I was so scared to like had such bad anxiety, went to the event, met Kristen. I was like, oh my God, this is not scary at all. Like that feeling of vulnerability opens such mm-hmm. such a wider um wait Callie's frozen Kai's frozen sorry yeah um but yeah <laughs> oh no yeah I was gonna say Kai I don't feel like we can hear you anymore but I also think you're doing a speaker thing so I don't know what's happening Kai's muted and I think they froze but yeah so being vulnerable has so much more reward in the end I think and that's part of like showing up I agree I'm like, do we wait, wait for the unfreeze? Ow, what um, is happening? Let me take text, my earring real quick. Okay, good. Um, I'm making my two. So Shab, I guess it is your turn to tell your story. Yeah, I love. Shab I, I, it's, it's kind of different. Like, when, when I almost called you Lindsay. Why the hell? Oh my god, I don't do that. <laughs> Never don't called that. Lindsay ever, but. Um, I feel like Wendell and I have such different experiences and it's, it's, I think it's important to tell both sides of the story too. Um, so I have a friend, Ali Shulman, who's a friend of all of ours mm-hmm. and she skates with Girl Swirl. And last summer I saw her posting pictures from Girl Swirl. I'm like, yo, I want to skate. Like, yeah, can I, can I come to these? And they seemed like kind of exclusive or I don't know. So Ali brought me to one and cut to I'm like having a great time I met like toads toads I met loads of other queer (laughs) people there um and some who became my best friends today Mm -hmm. and so my whole experience was going back and forth between loving it and hating it because I met people that I loved there but I felt like I wasn't reflected in the community as being mm-hmm. a non-binary person or, and um, kind of struggling with like lack of understanding of like introductions with pronouns or yeah. um, people like misgendering me and having like no idea or not like even considering to ask. And mm-hmm. so like, like I said, I would go back and forth between loving it and hating it because I love the people, but then like had this experience there. And then I started talking to Kristen about it. Um, and we started having open discussions about like how to change that and how to um, influence yeah. the space because I do, I do love Girl Swirl. If it right. weren't for Girl Swirl, I wouldn't have found a space that I felt comfortable being on a board. Um that's really like what it comes down to is like girl swirl gave me so much and I want to be able to give back to the community in that way like moving forward to to help promote change to talk about the the tough things to Mm -hmm. like maybe call each other out if we're using microaggressions or um ask people pronouns that's so important. And like, I think that's really amazing that you even felt comfortable to bring that up instead of just kind of like step away from that part of the community. Cause like one thing I think that I hear a lot 
And like, is that you don't want to have to necessarily be the person to like always, you know, like correct people or always have to stand up for yourself when it comes to, you know, how you could be like represented in whatever, how people are speaking to you. Like, I'm sure and it gets exhausting to have to like be that person. (laughs) It does, but if not me or people who identify like me, then who's going to do it? And like yeah I can sit here and complain all day about having to like correct people on my pronouns all the time or I can have mm-hmm. to sit here and complain about having to like educate people on right. what non-binary means and I'm sure like Kai even has a similar experience I know we lost them right now yeah. but like Kai being a person of color in like a new community and like also having mm-hmm. to deal with like microaggressions the, the goal is to like create a space that for me like represents what I want totally to be, like to be the change like I'm not I met Kristen and I love Kristen and I love Wendell and I was like wait <clears throat> this is an incredible platform and like I don't want people like me to walk in the door and then leave because they're not right people. Right. I didn't think more that you were complaining about it or anything. I just mean more like I think it and that's probably not what you took from that, hopefully. Mm -mm. But I think it's cool that you like because when some anyone feels comfortable enough to, you know, tell that one person like now, for example, Kristen in this scenario, like knows how to interact with the community better or like how to even present that opportunity to, you know, introduce pronouns initially and like that that's something the other day we did like a oh okay wait Kai is back Kristen from the start was like the very first time that I said something to Kristen was immediately like yes how do we make this better how do we continue to grow yeah and like that just spoke volumes to me yeah and we got like, Kai back Woo. yeah we got Kai. I, I didn't know changing my headphones because one was dying was gonna make me miss things so ah. what did I exactly miss? <laughs> you you <laughs> came at just a good time we're talking okay, about cool. um <laughs> we're basically talking about how Shab which I'm like now speaking for you but um <laughs> felt comfortable enough to kind of bring up like the introduction of pronouns to Kristen and like how they basically started getting involved in Girl Swirl. Yeah. Okay. Wait, how did like... you get involved in Girl Swirl? <laughs> <laughs> so I'll give you a quick recap. Just like um, if you could do yeah, like a roundabout. Allie Shulman, who you probably know because everybody knows Allie Shulman. Mm-hmm. Um, I know what Allie is also one of our best natural recruiters. I mm-hmm. Allie is responsible for probably like 30% at this point of like everyone who's come to Girl Stroll. That's and so awesome. Like, shout to Allie Shulman. She but is like, Allie, <laughs> Allie brought me to one of the Girl Swirl meetups. And I was saying how like I went back and forth between loving it and hating it because the people were so incredible. But then I would have certain experiences there with like microaggressions or having to or being misgendered or um being be everybody being like yo what up girl and I'm like I fucking hate that stop saying that to me yeah, right. yeah. um so just things like that and then like being able to have an open discussion with Kristen about things like that and and kind of um that's what kept me here was yeah. like talking to Kristen about it and then um wanting to wanting to be 
a part of the change, wanting to help. I can just make a comment because I think it's so important. Like Shab was the first person to actually have like, I don't even want to call them difficult, the difficult conversations, but the hard conversations mm-hmm. around like gender identity and all of it. Like they were the ones that week after week were like, Hey, by the way, like there was this post that was slightly problematic. Like, I'm sorry to be the one to always bring this up mm-hmm. to you. And like, again, like I have said this before in DMS that we received, I've said it to Shab a million times. I've said it to so many people, like this is a community, like right. we are only as strong as like the people we surround ourselves with so like if we're doing something that is against our mission if you are not feeling welcome in this space like absolutely say something and I think that's what like differentiates what like Girls World is doing outside of I mean I think I see it more in some of the other communities in New York but I think the thing that drew me to Girls World in the first place was like just this like unconditional love this like acceptance this unwavering support so when Chab would start, you know, telling me like, hey, by the, I'm like in the middle of skating and I'm like running around having a great time. They're like, can I talk to you for a second? And like, yeah. I was like okay, great. Let's do it. Let's do it. What, what, what's, the, you know, what's going on? Yeah. The tea. I love it. Like, I absolutely love it. And so thankful for it. And like, we obviously this year have all learned a lot and not really maybe realized the microaggressions we might've been putting out there. And I am definitely guilty of calling everyone dude and man and like saying hey girls to everyone Mm -hmm. and realize that that is problematic and Mm -hmm. it is important that we like help each other grow and expand our verbiage and you know just everything that all people can feel I think that was like a massive learning experience for us this year Shab was already a leader before she even came on as a (laughs) before they even came on for a leader and I like still like it's crazy But, like, this year was such a massive learning experience with, like, the racial injustice coming forward and Black Lives Matter. And it's, like, not willful ignorance, I think, between us originally, but it's just, we knew, but it was, like, a veil being lifted with everything coming to the forefront this year and us being, like, instead of, like, turning our head and being, like, oh, we'll do it later, it was, like, it needs to be taken care of right now and Shab they're awesome with like calling us out and we've been called out multiple times for like not having accurate leaders. And I think there's this whole thing about preaching inclusivity without having proper representation, which Mm -hmm. was something that like we definitely wanted to make a change like sooner than later and stop waiting. And um, it's just when you have so many different people, you have such a better outcome, I think in every way possible. So. And that's like, that's a big thing too, is like, yeah, like, being called out is one thing like to be called out on Instagram is like a it just it's it feels bad and then it's like ineffective but to actually have a conversation with somebody Mm -hmm. to like they like open up a line of communication and be like hey this thing that you did didn't feel good and um could have been taken this way by this group of people or you're excluding this group of people by saying this thing and to be able to talk about it instead of like just you know post a comment on Instagram and then think that you're doing your part isn't isn't right it's it should 100%. be 100% like there's a there's a term that's going around that's called like a um, community accountability mm-hmm. and there's a difference between like trying to cancel someone like cancel culture right and there's community accountability and I think that 
this year, obviously, like we are trying to be accountable and like try and like mm-hmm. we are listening to our community and people are literally holding us to this standard that we've created for ourselves. Like we were talking earlier about this like brand identity mm-hmm. and we realize that like our platform is growing so quickly and we have this incredible, I guess it's a power to be able to like speak to thousands of people at one given moment. And so we should be using our power and our platform to yeah, represent marginalized skaters and to, you know, make everybody welcome and to also just use our platform for good. Like there's yeah. no- we should note that anytime somebody is called us out on Instagram, now we will all have a discussion, but Kristen and I have had many, many discussions about <laughs> when people have called us out and like how we can do a better job. Yeah. We take that shit seriously. And like mm-hmm. again, PSA to the public, like if there's something that you're not seeing that you would like to see or if there's criticisms or concerns like we're all ears we are a small grassroots community whether or not it appears that way online it's now only the four of us for a while it was two and before that it was three but we're super small and you know the people that run girls for out in LA like we don't do as many checkups and we're not as managed by them we're running Mm -hmm. this all on our own so it's like the community's word is more important than anything else. That's really awesome. I mean, I can, I actually haven't even like really discussed this on our platform, but like completely hear where you're coming from because like it's, it's really important to be accountable as leaders in this community. And it's really important to have these like difficult conversations. And I, you know, obviously white cis woman, like I can't Mm -hmm. speak on every voice in this community. And like, it's not that I don't have other people contributing to Quell who don't look like me or, you know, identify like me or whatever. But I'm always like, all right, like, tell me what the fuck is up. Like, let's like, if I, but I also at the same time, like, don't, you know, I, I made statements on behalf of Quell personally about, you know, everything going on in the Black Lives Matter community when, that was all kind of coming to a head a couple months ago because like it just felt like you need to acknowledge you know that as a platform we don't stand for racism we don't stand for injustice like get that shit out of here that's not what skateboarding is about that's not what our community is about and that's not who I'm about or what I'm about and it like I think I've really I mean I kind of keep saying this over and over again but like it's so important to be listeners especially as people who like are running shit of any sort gatherings to just know like when you maybe have fucked up or what you could have done better not that everything has to like necessarily have a negative connotation to it but like you're you always have room to grow and like for example and I will even own up to this I don't think I've ever really spoken about this but what you said about a comment like I think in our magazine and like this is something I talk about a lot with like Quell and when we started the conversation around gender was like completely different you know in 2015 there wasn't conversations about being non-binary there wasn't like any real visibility towards trans people in like the way that it is now even in skateboarding I mean like women in skateboarding forget about it but um And so when I started the magazine, it said on it, like, for women, by women. And, you know, that was just such a little part of the magazine. I don't have one in front of me. But um, when we had just published the Leo issue last March, I was going to say last year, Jesus, but that was not that long ago, last March, 
I didn't think to change the cover because that was such a small part and that was always what it had on it. And obviously Leo doesn't identify as a woman and it was in, it was such a minor thing, but at the same time, like a huge personal oversight and we are coming out tomorrow. I mean, not the day we're recording this, this will come out in a couple of weeks, but tomorrow we're coming out with our new magazine and I have reprinted a hundred copies of that Leo issue with our new phrase. And in addition to the whole other new magazine that's coming out, but, um, with like, what did I even put on it now? It's like too late for me to remember anything, but it says by women for everyone. That's what it is, which (laughs) still is by women, but it's not like we're not being exclusive and that's not exclusive language. And like, it's so minor. I'm, but at the same time, even these microaggressions, like whether or not they're, um, what am I trying to say? Whether they're not, they're on intentional. Well, like, that's the right, right word. Like, yeah. like, I feel like you're kind of saying what I mean, whereas like we didn't mean for it to 100%. be exclusive in any way, but like it was this ignorance but like not by choice almost you know what I mean and then it's one thing to be accountable but then it's another thing to actually change so like you making the change or us getting called out it's like yeah we understand we're doing this thank you for calling us out but now we need to do something actually about it and I think some people say yes you're right and then nothing changes and like that's that's like the major that's the whole thing with with microaggressions is you don't know that it's offensive mm-hmm. it's just something that you say or have done for years and years and years and it's just ingrained in you and like people's microaggressions towards me are different than you or uh I'm like pointing but you no but collective you mm-hmm. like yeah collective everyone <laughs> you listening <laughs> you listening, the yeah. listening. Um, I don't know I think the more that we can like educate each other on what's what's hurtful the better we'll be as a community I agree I actually am very nervous to put out this magazine I don't know if any of you have seen the cover of it that I just posted but I don't even have it with me I should go get it but um the cover can you show us yeah hold on let me take off my I gotta go go grab it it's the unplug you guys I was gone for so long no, yeah, you're you up mi- next. You missed everything. everything. <laughs> I was like, why? Like, just why? Yes, I did. And I was like, ew, that's the worst frozen face. Yeah. You were like, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I just like, <laughs> I was like, is Kai just up in the camera? Like, <laughs> just all up in the screen. You know what I think? No, you weren't gone that long. It felt mm-hmm. like forever. I was like, yeah. I, I know. I, I saw it. you and I was like, oh no. Oh, wait till the job comes back. Phones. All right, I'll do a big reveal on the ever. Sorry, oh. my phone. It's so distracting. Get the fuck back here. I know. I know. No. This is the cover. Oh, I did see that. What am I talking about? And it had the fuck top. Oh, there it is. Yes. Yeah. There, there nice. she is. But who's on the front? Um. So this is Carly and El Brew from Fro Skate, and they are oh, founder and co-coordinator. It's hard. Yeah, to- I skated with them like one time when I was in Chicago. Oh hell, awesome. yeah. oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. For my, you, my one quick. Oh, wait, you guys are in it. Uh, Christmas oh, window. Really? Wait, yeah. did those photos get approved? Yes, hold on. Find the page. 
Shut the fuck up. Oh, what? That's lit. Which now I'm wondering if it says Wendell. Yeah, it does. Okay, it does. Instead of Lindsay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Thank God for Sarah. Wow, cutie. That is so dope. I really like that page a lot. But anyway, the point I was going to say is I'm very nervous because this issue comes out tomorrow. And I'm not nervous about defending it, but I'm nervous about... I already have had someone replied, like, message me and say, oh, like, fuck 12. What about unity? Like, what message does that bring to young girls? And I went off. I was like, okay, let's talk for a second. Um, The people on this cover, which if you read the interview, have amazing, like, really intelligent thoughts about why we need to defund the police. And that is something I agree with. And like I being the person who not only picked them to be on the cover, created this company and designed this magazine, stand with them. And like, that was my decision. And while, you know, that could be their decision, like defunding the police can lead to, you know, building our community stronger. We can have more money towards mental health, like whatever, infrastructure, food, all these different resources that like that money could go to then. I I basically, I'm not like saying it as nicely or succinctly as I did before, but I was like, there are a lot of reasons in which if you like considered, I'm not saying, and like, not that I don't necessarily whatever one way or the other it's like I didn't say to you oh my god it doesn't say abolish the police across this like this is their view and that's why it's on their skateboard and I think that their message is so important and what they say about this is so important and I stand with them and that's why the fuck they're on this cover (laughs) and I also was like and not to be this person but our like um our what am I trying to say? Our platform isn't young girls. Our platform is women from 20 or like people from 24 to 35. That's our main group. Um, in, in the analytics, you could check my fucking page, but like, I don't, I'm not catering to like 10 to 12 year olds. Like, yeah, also who cares? They should be educated on the fucked up yeah. shit that's happening in our country. Well, Kristen and I go back and forth sometimes because sometimes I get like really heated in comments and like take it very personally because like, you know, we're nurturing this community and it's like in a way our child mm-hmm. and we were protective and Kristen's like, it's not even worth it. Like yeah. you're just, we're just not going to please every single person. Yeah, and I think yeah. there's a, I want to say freedom, but like a peace of mind knowing that someone will always have something to say no matter what you're doing, but whatever their reason may be. There is also a difference between like fighting an internet troll versus standing by something that you believe right. in. Right. 100%. 100%. I like, know it's going to be divisive. I mean, it literally says fuck 12 on the cover of this magazine and like I'll cut this out, good. but it was like paid for by Nike and Vans and shit like that and they might not actually stand for that and I didn't approve it with them before I fucking published it. And that might be a whole other conversation I have to have with them at some point. However, they knew what the fuck we were about and like this isn't the time in the universe to like (laughs) not to not and like be silent truly if you read the article of like what they said it I like literally started crying when I transcribed it it like and not that I didn't wasn't in the interview but you know living it again like they're like the most inspiring girls ever and it's like what they're doing in Chicago and what they bring to like this 
like community that's having a lot more challenges than New York because New York is like kind of for the most part self-sustainable like Chicago it's way more difficult to I feel like I mean from what oh. I'm like understanding from them like I mean shop has experience I so I moved to Chicago in January oh, right. yes, and right. um just so everyone is aware I am living back in Brooklyn moved back to Brooklyn during the pandemic um but I it was so, the skate scene there is rough for people who are not cis men like and not just that I like I wish I could speak better to um an experience that's not my own but I had a fucking terrible time most of the time when I went to skate parks and it's so different Mm -hmm. um being in New York where like I can roll up to Cooper at 7 a.m and feel completely safe right where like all the skate parks there well not all of them but the majority of them are like in pretty unsafe neighborhoods but that's the like that's Chicago is it's like generally not super safe but I I couldn't go to a skate park alone I had to find somebody to skate with I when I did try to go alone I was being harassed like the whole time right um it's yeah it's freaky I I do think that like not to turn this back to like us but it's I do think like even though we're putting in so much work like in the New York community it is like really important to also remember that like we live in a really accepting environment and like we can have these conversations and like it is like we do live in this microcosm that hopefully influences the bigger picture but like which is the only thing we can hope for but like to your point it is so important that these other like things exist because god it's not great for everyone <laughs> but let's try to turn this around to something positive wait, wait, we still need to talk about how kai got oh yes oh my god from. yes oh my god i didn't realize that was the original question <laughs> yes <laughs> sorry well, you, you missed I just, that part. i was like down and i was like oh what's the question i thought we were just talking about everything we um, were kind of free yeah we were free so i was like oh um how did i okay yeah so i heard of kcdc like honestly that's how far back it goes um i my girlfriend went to kcdc because she's never skated mm-hmm. and then saw me skating and was like can you teach me how to skate and i was like yeah i, I don't care like I, I can't do a thousand things that i can teach you and she was like will you, co- will you come with me to the skate shop um to get my board like i don't know what to ask for i don't know like what a deck is like that's how new right. she is so I was like oh yeah like I can help you like get all stuff but turns out like I ended up being busy the day that she was gonna go get her board so I was like I- I'm sure whoever is gonna be there is gonna help you like you're gonna be fine um like long story short goes to KCDC gets her board gets it like all souped up and everything and then like it's like, oh, this is my board. It's so great. Da, da, da. I was like, yeah, you got a board. And then she's like, but you have to go back with me. Like, this shop's so great. Everyone's so nice. Like, help me get my wheels. And I didn't even know what kind of wheel. It was just like this, like, kid <laughs> at Christmas. And I was like, oh my God, she's so cute. She's so excited. I definitely got to see the shop that was nice to her. Because one, I'm just like a protective person. So I was just like, I don't want anyone to give you shit if you don't know what you're asking mm-hmm. for. That's why I mostly was like, I, I want to go with you. But whatever I was like they were nice too I definitely want to go um so then we we like 
missed going for mad times. And then finally on a Tuesday when Kristen was working is when we went. And um, we were just like walking around and Kristen was like immediately at the door like, hey, like, oh my God, did you guys just finish skating? I was like, oh, we just, we're gonna start soon. And we we're just walking around with our boards, like looking at stuff. And this is when obviously like touching because of COVID was very, very right. at its peak. Like contact on anything was mm. another risk. Mm. So because of that, Kristen, was interacting with us more because we'd be like, well, what about this? Like, what does that feel like? So like, right. we're having all these conversations. Um, and it wasn't like your regular shopping trip where the person is away. It was like, we had to talk at every point. Right. And I was just like, oh, da 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 And everyone, it was chill. It was just us. Like, me, my girlfriend, Kristen, and your coworker. Yeah. I don't remember saying. Anyway. Um, then, like, we just kept talking and I was just walking around in circles and I was like, oh, I like this shirt. I like this. And, Suddenly, like at the register, I don't even know how we started talking about girls. Like, I, I think I brought know. it up. You did, right? You were like, yeah. have you ever? Have you ever? Like, I'm like, like do you guys live in the neighborhood? Have you ever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you asked. I should do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, So this is when I started learning. You guys live around here. Hey. Hey. So. So, like, are you around? And I was like, I was still living in the Bronx and was moving to Brooklyn. Um, and my girlfriend lives in Ridgewood and I was like oh I'm here and she's here but whatever and you and Kristen's like oh we do like these really big meetups and I I swear I had heard of it mm-hmm. but I didn't know where it was like one of those things where you're like yeah I think I know exactly what you're talking about but like it was just like in my head but like not in my head right and Kristen's like you should come to our next meetup and I think this is when you guys had this this break and like meetups I think so this was like the one I think it was yeah it was like yeah so it was like a big deal and then like we immediately followed each other like while I was getting my like shit rung up and I was like looking at it I was like oh this looks like really cool like Mm -hmm. I was like how did I miss that like mostly how did I miss it I was just like I because I follow like all of these skate accounts like you know, like Brianna King and like Black Girls Mm -hmm. Skate like shout out to them but like you know like I'm like oh how did I miss in all of this like Mm-hmm. like community this this one group and um so I was ready to go I was like amped I was like oh my god we have to go to this like and also Kristen was so cool I was like this was like I already like this person Kristen do you like hearing these stories no for real like I'm not even kidding I'm serious like I I'm a personal person I think but I don't know how other people are like, mm-hmm. I don't mind having a conversation and talking to somebody new. But, like, Kristen just seemed, like, chill. Like, I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait to hang out with you again. Hell like, yeah. let's, let's do this. Like, I was really excited. And even the weeks late leading up to this meetup, I was, like, posting. Because I was like, everyone needs to know this exists. Like, I was in this place of, like, does anyone know Girls Girl is a thing? Like, I'm reposting. I'm reposting. I'm reposting. Aww. And was really excited. And me and my girlfriend, the day of it, we were like, oh my God, this is going to be so cool. Like, we can finally feel more comfortable skating. Because it's usually just me and her skating. And mm-hmm. we just find places. And we just go like, are you skating today? Oh no. Well, then I'll just stay inside. So it's like, we weren't really in a space of like, do we have that connection? So when we show up and we saw like the mass of people at this meetup, I was like, what the fuck? Where's everyone been hiding? So, like everyone like came out of like, little like the woodwork like someone was like right. people from live and it was it was like crazy and then even when you said that big speech and we're all standing there I remember looking around at me like I'm mad I missed it for this long like 
this is, and this is impactful. And it's like, I'm looking around and a lot of it is like, who do I see here? I don't just see girls because, you know, I'm going to say just like shop. I don't like being called like a girl. Like I don't like being mm-hmm. called girly a girl. What up girl? Like it's not my thing. If that's a thing, but like, no, I, I mean, I, but like, I don't know. I'm not comfortable with the word as my reference to me all the yeah. time. So it was just like, who, when I look around, I'm seeing people that look like me and I don't mean in skirts. I mean like a queer black girl mm-hmm. and I'm seeing little black girls and I'm seeing queer white women and I'm seeing all of these people like, and I'm like, where did everyone come from? Where were you when I was like, literally like somebody skate with me. Mm-hmm. So it was such just watching everyone stand there, I was like, I'm really glad I went and bought one t-shirt at KCDC on Tuesday. (laughs) Because I would have never seen, like, what's going on here, what Mm -hmm. this city hasn't seen before. And just, you see people walking by, and they're just staring at this group, and they're just like, what's happening here? And almost just like, I didn't even know this many like people own skateboards that weren't real men <laughs> like that's the, the game it was yeah. like shock it was like what's going on and I it was really that. nice yeah it's and the best fucking feeling Kai you oh, touched on something too like it's this feeling there that like everyone's supporting each other and it, it's yeah. like no no hate you know somebody's gonna fucking cheer you on if you were ollieing for the first time or even if you're just pushing around for the first time you're gonna get fucking like hyped up yeah Mm -hmm. that's something i've never experienced anywhere else if i have never experienced that like i'm also always on the defense when i'm skating because even in whatever i am dressed as as that day i'm being harassed in some small way by somebody who just needs to talk for whatever reason or be gawky or just like I just have my defenses up whenever I'm skating Mm -hmm. around the city, especially because I commute with my skateboard. Um, So like, this was something where it was like, I'm practicing. I'm like, you know, just like carving around Mm -hmm. and everyone's just like, whoa. And like, I'm like, did I do something good? Like I'm doing something really great. And I'm getting cheered on to do for like what I thought was like a really stupid thing that I can do. Right. That's so awesome. I can't really ever explain it. We like even... The other night, I ran into M. I know. Yeah. Another one of our community skaters. Yeah. (laughs) And we were just like, how do I describe, because uh, they were with their friend, and we were like, how do we describe to you what this impact of Girl Swirl is? Like, the name is Girl Swirl, but it's it's just like, it's like Powerful Swirl. Like, it's just... Powerful Swirl. It's just so... I needed that. I needed to see people like me. I needed... (laughs) to belong on my board out loud instead of like like this like you know like I love this it just felt so good like that was how I felt the whole time I was there <laughs> maybe wow. we should we should release the video that was a very cute reaction <laughs> just that one just wow that was Yo, so that's cool. the that truest thing I've ever heard I needed to be on my board out loud that's how I felt. Like, that was that not cool. of the article. Christmas, <laughs> do we have to turn your camera off? <laughs> oh, you were recording. I'm just kidding. It's I don't care. You can see me cry. Crying is beautiful. It's normal. Crying oh, I cry all the time. Crying. I literally I was, oh my God, I was sobbing to someone reading an article about Alex Trebek, and I don't fucking watch Jeopardy. <laughs> so, oh my God. I get it. <laughs> 
I get it. Okay, um, well, as much as I want to ask you guys like 75,000 more questions, I have to acknowledge we've been doing this for basically two hours. So I'm going to ask you our last question. We've been really backwards because like, I know we just touched on why where, how you guys got involved, but we talked about so many other things. And like, I think there will be more to come from this little collaboration because I really would love to like work with you guys again in any capacity, but we'll get there. We'll, we'll talk about that after. But um, our last question is what, oh my God, I'm sorry. I'm nervous. I got me. Yeah, <laughs> that seems so crazy. Okay, our last question is what advice would you give to someone that wants to start skateboarding? Which I kind of think that's the theme of this entire episode. So it is what it is but whoever wants to go first I feel like my advice is just do it <laughs> is that even advice do it yeah that's advice <laughs> like advice I was like fucking do it. my whole thing is I beat myself up beat myself up every time I don't do something yeah. and I walk away and I'm like oh my god why the fuck didn't I do that like and I'm yes. thinking about it more and more now that I didn't, as opposed to if I did, and then every time that I do, I'm like, that was it. And usually it's either you grow, you learn, or like you develop a new friendship and like it fits into skating. Like it's uncomfortable, it's scary, it's intimidating mm-hmm. when you do it. And then, you, you know, you're like, that actually wasn't so scary. You find a safe space to do it or you find a friend, you know, and then mm-hmm. it's like, you're going to regret it more if you don't. That's all I'm going to say, you know? Is that that's super corny, but that's no. not like I mean, that's so not like, corny. I think to add on it too is like, yeah, you never regret like when you actually do the thing that you wanted right. to do. Like even if you tried it, it's such a valid like experience and progression. Like like you were saying earlier, Kai, like I love the fall because like if you fell, that means that you progressed because you learned something. Yes. And, like we get messages all the time from girls or everybody just being like, I'm afraid to come or I'm a brand new skater. Should I come? Or I've never stepped foot on a board before. Should I come? I don't own a board. Should I come? Like the answer is always yes. Like Mm -hmm. at least at our meetups, like we'll always have extra boards available if people want to learn or we're so happy to like lend you our own personal board, then like hold your hand and like teach you how to kick push or just to stand on it. Like, there's always like everybody starts somewhere and I think that's the most intimidating part about how to start skating is where the fuck do I start Mm -hmm. and I think the messages that we always send out are find your local skate shop find communities that center themselves around skating that you identify with and show up and Mm -hmm. nine times out of ten you're not going to regret it you're going to walk away with new friends a new skill maybe a new favorite song I don't know like some people come to our domino park meetup and because it's in my backyard I don't think twice about it but I realize that you know people travel from Philly or from the Bronx or from Long Island and are like oh my god I've never seen this before mm-hmm. yeah like how inspiring it is to see the city through a new lens and you know there's always something you can take away from it so I say just do it <laughs> <laughs> exactly do so, it yeah even if you're scared to try it but feel like you want to come to girl swirl mm-hmm. because there's loads of people who come and will like bring a camera they'll have a board and I know all of us in in this chat right here will share our boards but oh there's God. loads my of people board who are sharing <laughs> yeah. yeah usually bring extra too 
so even if board even Mm -hmm. if you're like second guessing like I don't want to go buy a board come to a a girls world meetup we'll share a board try it test it out see if you like it Mm -hmm. you will and then (laughs) you will yeah and like there's always like a way to lean on your community even further than that like come out and try a board or like put it out there like Kai like one of the ways that we connected after the KCDC meetup was you posted on your story that you broke your board and oh yeah! I was wondering if anybody out in the world had an extra board, and there I was. And then you swooped in like an angel <laughs> exactly. and saved me for the next world avenue board, and I was incredibly grateful. But that's how it works. Like I literally was like, if anyone just has a board that they don't want, like please, like I need it. Mine almost died, and I don't think I can ride it safely. And Chris was like, "What size?" And I was like, "Ah!" Like I got so excited. It's like, Aww. like we come through for each other like you can come like like literally my board's legit yours like no one's gonna leave you hanging we're all still learning every day I'm not perfect no in no fashion so like no one's gonna try and show you up yeah like just come to girls world yeah. Like, like one other thing I would one other thing I would touch on is like I feel like maybe this is the yogi in me my yoga teacher self but everybody has some sort of ego like nobody is completely egoless and I think skateboarding has a very um egocentric kind of nature to it so like it honestly intimidates people a little bit more but I think like letting go of that ego that I definitely am still working on it I think all of us are still trying to shed like our ego self and be more of like a true self which is like being vulnerable and trying new things and it's like until you get rid of that stigma of like I'm not good enough to try it's Mm -hmm. like even the best person sucked when they started. You know what I mean? So you have to like think about it. Like we all started at that level and you'll never get better unless you like put yourself on that thing, on that thing. (laughs) Yeah. Like break your own glass ceiling. Like you have no limitations. Hell yeah. Yeah. Kai. (laughs) You guys. You get it. (laughs) You get it. it. And like one of the best moments of 2020 for me was there was this group of women who showed up to the second girls world meetup that we did this year. Yeah, a and great terminal, right? They literally just bought their boards and ne- had never like pushed before and they were pushing back and forth and then all of a sudden we're teaching them ollies and the majority of them got to ollie on their first day on the board and I've never Incredible. been more inspired in my life. Wow. I still try to get my Ollie. Maybe That's you should incredible. teach me how to Ollie. Yeah, what the Ollie fuck? Shop oh. me. <laughs> Come to yeah. Ollie camp. But oh that's God. fascinating. And that just shows you that when you like literally trust your environment, trust your community, and feel like you're in a safe place, you have absolutely no limitations. When you feel scared and all of these, you feel like everyone's judging you, you without even knowing you're hindering yourself. You're like, I can't even do it. They fucking got a board and pushed and then landed in Ollie. Like, that's the mind of someone who's like, I'm, I'm, I can do it. Like I'm, I'm working with someone who's like helping me. Like, why wouldn't I be able to execute this right now? Like what would actually mm-hmm. stop me? Yeah. I that's like the beautiful thing. Yeah. I'm like a hundred percent the mentality guru. I'm always like, 
trust yourself. Yes. You are so strong. You are so brave. <laughs> like you're not going to fall that. that far. You got it. And like, even if I have times, I mean, Shab was with me at Cooper the other day. I was trying to go over the keyhole and I got one negative thought in my head and it ruined the whole thing for mm-hmm. me. And that's what's so cool about being at Girls World Meetups is like, no matter how many people are there encouraging you, like you're the deciding factor. Mm-hmm. You're the one that has to show up and actually do the damn thing. Yeah, so absolutely. if we can help that process get any easier, like that's why we're here. Yeah. So where can people find you guys on Instagram? You can give your personal ones if you'd like, but specifically girl swirl as well. Yeah, the New York City chapter is Girl, G-R-L, Swirl, N-Y-C. We also have a chapter in LA, which is just Girl Swirl, and San Diego, which is Girl Swirl San Diego. And I'm Kristen underscore Noel underscore. And you can find Kristen at KCDC on Tuesdays, clearly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out to I'll set you up with your first word, unintimidating. Let's go. I still have to go get my axles fixed. Oh, yeah. Gonna... I know. When I am I going to do <laughs> Wait, you guys, like. I have artichoke dip downstairs, so I'm um, I'm gonna go. Okay, you want to share your Instagram handle? Or oh something? yeah. Oh, it's Wendell W I N D L E underscore <laughs> Young <laughs> Y O U N G. Amazing. You can find me at Girls Roll on my seat too. <laughs> Enjoy your artichoke dip. Bye, guys. It was so lovely. And, yeah. Um, you're just signing off. Okay. So. <laughs> Anybody wanted to know the person? I spoke before this, so I'm faded, and now I'm hungry, and I gotta go. I have artichoke dip. It's over. She's like, I answered my last question. We gotta go. She was like, Yeah, guys. I have artichoke dip downstairs. You don't think we're all fucking hungry? Like, (laughs) wait, couldn't even pause it. Get the artichoke dip. Come back up. It was just like. I'm going. Oh, I got like My Instagram is Kai Crosby, C A I C R O C R O S B Y. Sorry. Yeah, and I'm at Shab. So it's S C H A A A A B. Okay. Hell yeah. I mean, I will tag you guys all. But I'm so glad we did this. Hey, babe. Thank you so much yeah. for having us. Oh my God. Of- Thanks for listening to Qual Party. If you like the podcast, please subscribe wherever you listen, rate us five stars, leave a review, and share with a friend. You can find anything Quell on quellsgate.com or on all socials at Quellsgate. We'll be back every other week with a brand new guest, so stay tuned. And as always, thanks for joining the party.